1: Coach Joyce here, I want this to be my best year ever, I want this to be your best year ever, and I want this to be a show where we have our health guru, Beverly Nadler. Are you with us, Beverly? Beverly, are you with us? Wow. Technical difficulties. One moment. Hello, Beverly, are you with us? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Technical difficulties. Sorry about that. But we have no difficulty in hearing you now and that you are live and well and with us. So, folks, welcome to the show. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log in to JoyceBarryandFriends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. Show Choose Happiness. What a great topic. In the United States, the Declaration of Independence grants us the right to the pursuit of happiness, but we are responsible for finding it. Join me today with our health guru, Beverly Nadler, as she reveals the remarkable research on the science of happiness. Learn simple ways of finding happiness in the moment. More importantly, Beverly will explain how to achieve the deeper, lasting state of happiness, happiness of the soul, regardless of life's many issues and challenges. Voltaire said, I choose happiness because it is good for my health. I choose Joyce Barry here to have Beverly Nadler as my best friend because she is good for my health as well. I choose to have a world without technical issues, computer problems, people texting 24 hours a day. Yes, I choose all these things, but will they and can they be granted to us? So without further ado, I bring to you my wonderful friend who has as many issues with the technological world as I do, so let us choose to have a remarkable show today without any
2: more technical issues. Hi, Beverly. Hi, Joyce. You know, some of the things that you choose will definitely happen, uh, but some of the things that we would choose that we think would make us happy, um, we don't have control over, so we do the best we can, just as we are right now, which is wonderful because everything. Um, I, I feel really good about this show. It is one of the most important subjects, and I'd love to begin it with a statement by Groucho Marx. Uh, I love this because he recognized uh, that clearly that he didn't control everything. The one thing he did control is his choosing to be happy. Each morning when I open my eyes, I say to myself, I, not events, have the power to make me happy or unhappy today. I can choose which it shall be. Yesterday is dead. Tomorrow hasn't arrived yet. I just have one day today, and I'm going to be happy in it.
1: I just love that quote. That really drives it home. I choose to be happy today. I choose to have a terrific show, one that will profoundly impact people's lives in a
2: very positive way. Wonderful. Well, this is such an important subject, and yet only recently has psychology focused on what makes people happy, for years and years, for centuries, all they were looking for is what make people unhappy for diseases. But now, uh, the science of happiness, which is accompanied by a tremendous amount of research, and though I'm not going to name every piece of research because that would take up too much of the show, I am telling you that everything that I'm talking about is researched and proven and verified, not just because people say so, but now we have the ability through instrumentation and through brain imagery to actually see what happens in the brain, how these uh, happy chemicals are distributed, what causes that to happen. This is something that has been happening because of the research, and it began Believe it or not, only in 1998, that's when Dr. Martin Seligman became the president of the American Psychological Association. And in his inaugural speech, he said that psychologists need to study what makes people happy. That's and so. fascinating.
1: You wouldn't think that that would be a scientific study, and I'm so glad that it it is, because it really does
2: impact one's health and one's life. Right, and the more we realize that it has been scientifically proven, the more we can make a choice not only to be happy, but to be aware that of the importance of this, which helps us to make that decision. So apparently uh, we 're actually born with what is known as a happiness set point, and it 's different for everyone but and it 's not a happiness set point um, that is so variable. But we do have the power to change it by the things that we do, the way that we think, behaviors, attitudes, perceptions, etc. And, of course, that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, happy in the dictionary is defined as having or showing or causing a feeling of great pleasure, contentment, and joy. And, of course, this is what we want. But actually, there are three kinds of happiness. One is that momentary happiness. You know, it it comes from having pleasant news or or buying something that you really love, especially after you've been looking for it and you finally come into the right store and there it is and you find it. Wow, that makes you happy. It's also when you think you've lost something, um, whether it's your God forbid your wallet or some item, and you're looking and looking and you find it. There's that feeling of happiness that happens then. Or if you avoid an accident, you know, you're driving and almost had an accident and then didn't have it and you go, there is that feeling of relief, of happiness. That's something that happens to us, most people, frequently. And we don't give it much thought. It happens. It's gone. It's over. It doesn't do very much to literally change our happiness set point. It's just an event. It's over. That's it. But there are ways of actually creating more lasting happiness, and that provides us um, with something that can help us change the way our brain begins to perceive things. And finally, the third kind is not just lasting happiness. It is a stage of happiness. It is something that pervades us. It becomes part of who we are regardless of what is happening personally and what is happening globally. It is not affected by any of the events of either the day or out in the world or anything else. It is an inner state, and that is a state of the soul. And, of course, these are the two things that we will be talking about. What a great show. What a show to make you folks happy. All you
1: need to do is stay tuned and listen up. And we guarantee you, your happiness quotient will go up. So do uh, join
2: us today. Yes, and I would like to add um, the happiness quotient can go up by joining us every day, if not when we're on at 11 o'clock. But at any time, you go to your computer 24 hours a day, and you can find a show. And, in fact, we've done several shows on this subject, and they're all different because the subject of happiness is huge. And you can just go to the menu and put in whatever show you're looking for, and you will find That your happiness quotient, as Joyce called it, will go up just by the things that you are listening to, especially if you give some thought to it. If you begin to look at things in a more inspired way, a more uh, motivating way, a, quote, happier way. So, Beverly,
1: I just have to say I do believe you're an expert on happiness because you make me happy. So, given that, that would qualify
2: you as an expert in the Joyce Barry Book of Life. <laughs> Thank you for that. And I'd like to say, Joyce, that you and especially, I must say, being able to be on this show um, each week makes me very happy. It's definitely something I look forward to, which, by the way, is one of the ways that we actually increase our brain's uh, attention to happiness by expecting and looking forward to things. But let me go in, in a more specific order uh, to bring about uh, some, some of the things that I want to share with you. First, why do things to make yourself happy in the first place? How does this affect you? Well, it actually retrains your brain. You see, the brain that we inherited from our ancestors was actually, shall we say, programmed or designed to look for the negatives. So if you say, how come people are more negative than positive? Because their brain hasn't caught up with the changing times where we have the ability to look for the good. But in prehistoric times, humans needed to look for the negatives. They needed to know if there was danger, whether they had to fight or they had to flee. And the only way they could be sure of survival, literally, was looking for the negatives. So in spite of evolution, the human brains are still more likely to look for negatives than positives. And it's a fact that we find what we're looking for. We attract it or we're attracted to it. And, uh, our brain and nervous system, nervous system, pretty much determines our life. How happy we'll be, how healthy we'll be, how successful we'll be. So by making positive choices to redirect the way we think, how our mind functions, our perceptions, we change our brain's neurology. We cause more positive, feel good happy brain chemicals to be released, such as the endorphins, dopamine, serotonin. And the more we do this, the more we create a new way for our brain to respond to life.
1: Wow, the scientific research is really fascinating because who would have ever thought that they can make it so in such a way that we really get how important it is for us to be happy. Most people think that's a good idea or it would be
2: nice, but it's really that important. You are so right, Joyce. It is that important. So here's some of the research. Happiness comes from four basic elements. And the first is positive emotions. Just Finding things that make you feel good even in the moment produces positive emotions which change the chemistry in your brain. Another is accomplishments. How wonderful we feel after we've done a job, a good job, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's with our children, whatever it is, whether we've designed something or created something, written something, and we like it. How wonderful when we have that positive accomplishment. And we need to be aware of that. That's another important thing. We need to actually acknowledge ourselves when we do something that we're happy about. And acknowledging other people's accomplishments also makes you feel good, especially if you're like those people, which brings us to another um, one of the four, which is relationships. Now, we're talking about relationships with people that you care about, which people that make you feel good, like we, you and I, feel good. Even when we disagree about things, we feel good in our relationship with each other because we truly care about and love each other, and we know that. You want to have this, you don't need a lot of people, this whole thing about, you know, Facebook, I have, you know, 5,000 friends. Oh, Really? 5,000 friends, we just need a few people in our life that we can relate to. Real friends. Right. That we can relate to, that we can enjoy, and that we choose to talk about happy things, or if we need to talk about things which, you know, are issues and problems, we're looking for solutions as opposed to whining and complaining. And then the other is purpose or meaning. There's some reason for my being here. There's a reason for me to get up in the morning. You know, I have a a sign. There's a lot of signs now that are being... Are sold and they're, they're in wood, and they're different shapes, and they have, well, there's usually square, or rectangle, long, short, and different types of printing, and they're sold in a lot of different stores. I tend to buy mine in TJ Maxx. They have a whole section of them. I've got one that I look at, have a joyful heart, another one, be grateful today, another one, is have an amazing day. And my mind, my subconscious mind, even if I'm not con- Consciously thinking it, my subconscious mind is recognizing this, recording it because the subconscious records everything. So having these things around you is a wonderful way, but having meaning and purpose a reason for getting up in the morning and not necessarily what you're going to do that day, but just why you want to be alive. You know, an interesting thing is Viktor Frankl. He was a Viennese psychologist um, who recently, pretty recently, passed away. Um, He lived through many years in several concentration camps, and it was a mm, pretty horrifying experience. And yet, in spite of his years in concentration camps, he wrote one of the most popular self-help books ever published. In fact, it's been published in 20 languages. And he said it was called and is called Man's Search for Meaning. And he developed a therapy called Logotherapy based on the fact that we all have a reason for being here in our physical body on planet Earth at the time that we are. And it is important for us to get in touch with that. So meaning is important. Talk about meaning. I just want to share this
1: from Gail, Dale Carnegie. It isn't what you have or who you are or where you are or what you are doing that makes you happy or unhappy. It is what you think about. I thought that
2: was very profound. Very, very true. Yes. Turning our attention Um, And I'm going to talk about that in in a minute after, well, shortly after. I want to give you this other fascinating piece of research. Being happy, cultivating this state, has amazing advantages to our health and startling effects in the workplace. Harvard Business Review published research studies of a happiness researcher, and here's what they wrote creativity triples productivity energy rises by 31 percent sales rise by 37 percent and the likelihood of a promotion rises by 40 percent by being happy
1: wow
2: that's amazing yes i consider that very fascinating piece Of information, I'm I'm so glad. You know, when we plan shows, Joyce, I I usually have a tremendous amount of information that I'm familiar with, but I always look for new information. And when I found this, I thought, and I didn't find it in one of the things that I would normally look look in. It was in a business magazine, and I just run through it. All of a sudden, I come across this. I said, "Wow, how perfect!" Because. Many times people will do things uh, um, not for the obvious reasons, but then we say, hey, if this can help me at work, yeah, I have to choose to be happy. (laughs) That's great, Beverly. It really,
1: really is great. And as we referenced earlier, uh, listening to this show every day uh, makes people happy because they never know when they're going to get something out of it, something really special. And uh, you are so amazing. You bring to the show physical health, mental health, emotional health every single day. And here's why, folks, you should be listening to really drive the point home.
2: Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show.
1: And, folks, we want to let you know how you can partner up with us in having that happen. Simply go to JoyceBarryandFriends.com, Barry, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and Friends.com. And you will see my picture on the upper left of the homepage, and right under that it says follow. And simply by that one little click, you will be one of our really loyal listeners joining thousands of others that will be apprised of all our shows, all our guests, all our topics, so you need not miss any of them because every show is archived. Eight years of this show, I've never taken a show out of the archives. So you not only find out about them in a timely fashion, you can also uh, go to past shows and listen 24-7, whatever is convenient for you, whatever time, and do share them. Back to you, Beverly, awesome author. Phenomenal poet, and fabulous best
2: friend. (laughs) Thank you, my dear friend. Feeling is mutual, as a matter of fact, because your poetry is also quite extraordinary, and I mean that. I love your poems. (laughs) Okay, before I continue, I need to make a point. Um, Some people cannot choose happiness because their brain simply won't allow it. They want to. Their conscious mind wants to, but no matter what, it doesn't work. And I want to point out that nutrition could be the issue. In fact, Dr. David Hawkins, who has passed on, but he was an orthomolecular psychiatrist, among other things. He had the largest practice in the world, 2,000 new patients a year from all over the world and uh, orthomolecular means using nutrition instead of drugs. He wrote a book on that. He also wrote several books that have to do with mysticism, and I'll be talking about him a little later. But here's something wonderfully (laughs) meaningful that he said. On depression, undiagnosed hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar, may be a major contributor. And then he said, some depressed people have completely recovered simply by avoiding sugar. Sugar has a detrimental effect on the brain. We say the brain needs sugar, yes, but it does not need the sugar, the refined sugar that is in our food supply, especially the uh, food that has been processed and preserved and so on and so forth. So I want to mention that because sometimes changing your nutrition, something else that is wonderful for the brain are the omega, omega, <laughs> omega-3s. omega that- Wait a
1: minute, Beverly, hold that thought. I, I We are so connected. We're so on the same page in all these shows. It's amazing. Like you said, we don't discuss them. But right before the show, I spent the last hour listening to Dr. Oz on how bad sugar is for your health. Just today, (laughs) right before the show, speaking how bad it is, pre-diabetic, your heart, and they didn't get to depression, so you added that little piece. Which is amazing because I'm just really starting to get it now. Because sad to say, I'm a sugar junkie and I love all those foods that immediately convert to sugar. So just today, I listened an hour on Dr. Oz, and there you are adding that other piece. So thank you for being on top of everything,
2: Joyce. Uh, we, we may we may want to tell all. Uh, listeners, that we have uh, numerous shows on that subject of sugar. Um, I, and each one is a little bit different because they consistently find new reasons not to eat sugar. In, meanwhile, you talked about addiction. Um, the food industry has made it certain that we will be addicted to sugar by putting sugar into almost every food. Sugar is even in salt I mean, as ridiculous as it is, sugar is in so i mean yeah, in so many things, and we don 't even realize it because it comes under a lot of different names um, and when we're when we're eating these um, foods with a lot of preservatives and sugar and so on, uh we just want more more, and it is um something that has been done with the food industry has uh, simultaneously along with telling us that fat was bad for us whereas the omega-3s which is fat as found in salmon in flax seeds chia sardines walnuts wild rice wild rice by the way is not a grain it's a grass also in other uh, fish mackerel bluefish herring all of these and of course there are uh, supplements omega-3 supplements they are extremely important for the brain. And they are even more important than ever because so many people are taking statin drugs. And statin drugs would remove the cholesterol and remove the fat from the brain. And our brain is primarily, believe it or not, made up of fat. So this is an important point. It is not the focus of the show, but since we're talking about it, yeah, I do want to mention the importance I of I just nutrition. want to
1: say, Beverly, the problem with what you just shared. Yesterday I had my uh Follow up with my regular Physician I specifically Mentioned that to him because you and I Talked about it yesterday So the problem is The physicians are denying That to be true He specifically said that used to be True but now they have later Evidence that it isn't So I don't mean to challenge you I'm saying in the context that The problem is the physicians Aren't letting you know that
2: Well, uh, that's very interesting. I'm wondering why it used to be true and how they found out it's not. Because I know um, for a fact, uh, with my ex-husband, he was taking Staten drugs. He had never taken, he he was a chiropractor and uh, was very much not on drugs, but he was taking Staten drugs. And um, when his wife passed away, his wife was a nurse, Uh, My daughter and I suggested strongly that he get rid of them, and his memory improved, I would say, within a week.
1: Wow. Well, I will promise you I will call his office. I'm very tight with his uh, nurse assistants. I can always leave a message and have her ask him that question because I want to know it as well. And uh, I will get back to you. That's an excellent question. What is the research that uh, says it's not so anymore?
2: I'd certainly like to know that. Okay. All right. Let us move on with uh, (laughs) how to be happy. Okay. Having information, by the way, that we're looking for does help us to be happy. (laughs) We're happy when we get the information that we're looking for. All right. So let's look at some things that we can do to retrain our brain. And here is something. uh, that in one piece of research said it is the most important secret of being happy. And that is that whenever you observe anything or every time your mind goes back to a negative thought and you notice it, it says become aware, and choose to think of something positive. So what do I mean by negatives? Well, (laughs) it's not too difficult to find it. Headlines, TV news, Internet news, uh, something comes in the mail, bad weather, uh, negative memories that just pop up for no special reason, somebody being critical, uh, just a bunch of things that happen throughout life and that we immediately feel that down, whether it's sad, whether it's um fearful, whatever it is, if we become aware, and that's why awareness is such an important thing, we can then choose to say, like Lincoln said, a man is just about as happy as he makes up his mind to be, and say, you know what? I can think of something more positive than that. So think of something. Someone you love, something you're grateful for, or choose to think of an event or something that's happening that you're expecting, even if it's looking forward to a TV show or or a book that you're reading that you enjoy getting to at the end of the day. Something, having a meeting planned with someone that you want to see, a friend, anything that you can consciously, here's where you use your conscious mind to affect your subconscious programming, which, as I said, is conditioned to think in negatives. You use your conscious mind to put in something positive. And I mentioned before these signs that I have around the house, and Joyce I know has a wonderful book that she chooses to look through, to think of, and to find positive things and to think of them in her own life to reverse any of the negatives.
1: I have to say it's not a book. I have several books. I create my own journals with my favorite quotes, my favorite pictures. I look at it, those that make me happy. I, I save my favorite shows that I can access at any time, those that make me happy, So and my favorite songs. All I have to do is listen to Ariana, otherwise known as your daughter, otherwise known as Dr. Denise Nadler. That makes me happy, and all I have to do is read any of your poems, and that
2: makes me happy. Beautiful. <laughs> Wonderfully said, uh, and, it's, a, and it's, it's not just you know, a fun thing to do, which it is, of course. and of course, fun <laughs> makes us happy also, but it does affect your brain chemistry so that you are actually raising the set point for happiness. One of the things we know is that money does not make people happy. Both wealth and poverty has failed. Now, I would say that it is preferable to have money, um, whether you're happy or not. I would rather be unhappy with money than without it. But when you have enough money to do the things you want to do, and can also uh, share with other people who are less fortunate, yes, that can definitely make you happy. But uh, just somebody getting a raise, you know, they'll be happy for a while, and then their, their mind, unless they think in different ways, different perceptions, their set point is going to go back to exactly where it was, even though they got this raise, or they bought this wonderful new car, or they went on this vacation, the set point will go back unless you consciously choose to use that as a way of creating more happiness. You know, you and I both watched a show, another Dr. Oz show, in which uh, Tony Robbins was on. He'll be on again
1: tomorrow, folks. They're doing a repeat tomorrow. That was advertised on today's
2: show. He w- it was a great show, well worth watching, on Dr. Oz. Yeah, and then Tony Robbins was on it. Um, And I think he was one of the last people on it, so make sure you stay tuned. He was very, very interesting and fun to listen to. But uh, Dr. Oz asked him specifically, if you had one thing to tell people to make them feel good in the moment, what would it be? And he said, change your physiology. Yes. Imagine that. Change your physiology. In other words, stand straight, put your head up high, and make sure you're looking up, not down, and smile, and you actually change the way you feel by changing your physiology. You know, before I even knew about Tony, which I've known about him for years and have been to some of his lectures and read some of his books, and he is quite a motivator. Uh, I was telling people, change your posture, and I got that from chiropractic because in some of the chiropractic journals that I read, and I've been involved in chiropractic since I met my ex-husband, which is uh, longer than I care to tell you very long time ago, Um, and it said that as we stand straight, you know, they're talking about reasons why people, uh, some people can't change their posture for any length of time because they have spinal misalignments, but they always advise good posture, and in fact, there was a time chiropractors went into schools to test the children's posture, but that Actually makes you happier. Your mind and your physical body and your emotional state are so connected. And in fact, I, I have to say this: um, your physical body, exercise, exercise. And lots of people do not like to exercise. They prefer to be couch potatoes or play video games or whatever. Uh, but exercise is so important because it does release these good, feel-good chemicals. the, the endorphins and the serotonin, dopamine. So, and the choosing an exercise you like, because if you're choosing something, even if it's simple, walking. Walking is wonderful. Just walking, yoga, simple movements, bending, standing up from the, the computer and the television, and just bending and stretching. All of these things will help to program your mind to be more positive, especially if as you're doing these things, you are saying, I am retraining my brain to be happy. Very good advice indeed. Doesn't get
1: better than that, folks. I'd like to share something I wrote. And uh, share it with you now, set to music by my dear friend, Ted uh, It's called, I'm Happy. I'm happy, happy, happy. And just why is this so? The people I call friends are a pleasure to know. I love my world of contacts. They are all very cool, Always upbeat and positive, very wise, no one a fool. My live radio show and the message it sends is live your best life here, Joyce Barry and friends. We advise you, we support you to be very healthy. We teach you, we want you to be very wealthy. Join us in a home business. We will give you a choice. Be your own boss, make money and rejoice All that we recommend has been put to the test. Each and every one is simply the best. Live your very best life as well you should. Listen to Success Coach Joyce. Be happy, be healthy, and feel so good. I don't know if you heard that one yet, Beverly
2: Nadler. I'm not sure, but I can tell you that it was <laughs> what a perfect poem for today. It's absolutely delightful and such wonderful advice. As before we close, I have a poem on happiness also, but I loved your poem. But before we close, there is a few things that I I need to say. Give people more more ways of creating happiness. Um, and also the lasting deep happiness, which is a totally different thing, that state of happiness. So some of the things that will help you to be happier is to spend more quiet time with less technology, to get hugs. And if you can't get hugs from someone else, hug yourself. The feeling of touch, very important. If you have a pet. Uh, pet your pet, <laughs> or think about your pet. The, cat, the cat's purr and a dog's wagging their tail. These have very high vibrations, very high frequencies, and they bring cats and dogs into nursing homes in order to help these people to become happier. They're, they're not going to be teaching them ways of being happy, they're going to do whatever they can to help people become happier and And here's the, what my audience,
1: how they feel about that is right. Yay!
2: <laughs> Your audience is very, very smart uh, absolutely smart, so again, we've talked about the many different things that you can do um the humor, laughter, music, art involved yourself in music and art or go to museums, or do something creative yourself. It doesn't have to be anything that anybody else is going to see or think about. Visualize yourself being happy. What would it be like? What would it feel like? What what would you see? What would you think? Create that. You can do that. You have the ability because you have a rational mind that is capable of that. Have a hobby – hobby. What did I say? (laughs) Get out in nature. The vibrations of nature are so important and they also release these feel-good chemicals in the brain so as often as possible. And if you can't get out in nature, then look at pictures, paintings, photographs of nature. I have calendars, I say, from every year that are Nature calendars. I don't know which company they come from, but they have beautiful scenes, and I look through them every once in a while. You know, we live in an area where we have pl- we have acres of beautiful land um, that we overlook, but we can't always go out in nature, and there is some weather is inclement. So I love looking at these pictures. So these are all things that we can do, and we can also read funny things, read jokes, funny stories, quotations. There's so many of them. That's the things you can do to help train your brain. But I want to tell you now about the deep, lasting happiness. Wait one
1: second, Beverly. I want to add one thing to that list. And this was a Chinese proverb That says it best If you want happiness for an hour Take a nap If you want happiness for a day Go fishing If you want happiness for a year Inherit a fortune If you want happiness for a lifetime Help someone else So I want to say that's my favorite Random acts of kindness Paying it forward That's the thing that I advocate Our motto is make someone happy today. Interesting of all the ways we could uh, give you that message for the day. We chose happiness. Make someone happy today. And one Other very important factor, and this by Helen Keller, when one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we
2: do not see the one that has been opened for us. Beautifully said. And the thing is, when you make someone happy, we're we're all connected human beings, everything is connected in this universe, and when you make someone else happy, you can't help but be happy yourself. Something similar to that, not the same, but very similar, uh, came from Zig Ziglar, who is a very well-known motivational speaker and and author. Uh, He's passed on now, but he said you lift yourself up every time you lift someone else up. And so, yeah, very, very important. That is a definite way of making people. Making That's my better. favorite way.
1: And just one more quote, and this by James Barry. Now, James Barry was the author of Peter Pan. He spells Barry the same way I do, B-A-R-R-I-E, but we are not related. However, I feel connected to him because I feel like I'm the perennial Peter Pan. James Barry says the secret of happiness is, is not in doing what one likes,
2: but in liking what one does. So true. Developing an attitude that you can be happy with that. Uh, It's so true. I've got tons of quotes, and I didn't know if I'd have time for them, um, and probably don't, but I will will quote one of these. And this one is a humorous one. (laughs) Everybody you know can make you happy. Some by arriving, and some by leaving.
1: Yes, yes. Some people light up the room on entering, and others
2: light it up upon leaving. Yeah, there are. In fact, there. If you go on, I'm going to say to people to go on um, the internet and uh, just look for happiness quotes, and you will find tons of them. And copy some of them down that you know that you want to remind yourself. This is what I want to be. I want to be happy because it's good for my health. It's good for everything else also. But uh, let's get on with this, um, the lasting happiness. What is that? What is the one that creates a state of happiness that is not dependent, because everything we've talked about so far is dependent on something you do or think. It's dependent on something, in a sense, outside. Or you might say, well, what I think is inside. That's true but it's, it, it it has an effect <laughs> as if it's outside. So what we're talking about now is this deep, lasting happiness, and that comes from the soul, and that has to do with the fact that you are on a spiritual journey. It has to do with recognizing, even if you don't experience it, because very few people do, but recognizing that you are, in fact, a spiritual being having a human experience, that the human experiences do not define your life just as Groucho Marx said, that he can make the choice, but you are a spiritual being. And what that means is that we really study, and I've studied from Kabbalah to Vedanta to Buddhism and all of these things, and they all say the same thing out of very, very different ways, the same thing there is one creative energy most of us choose to call it God but others call it by other names some people don't like that name because they have all kinds of associations but one energy that created everything it pervades everything there is no place where this is not that means that we are part of it it is part of us and that energy that is spiritual energy it is totally different from this physical plane that we live in and we can tune into this because in that dimension everything is perfect the soul is at peace because the soul knows that nothing horrible that we in human consciousness feel this is horrible that's terrible. Can actually happen, that we go on forever, and people who have had near death experiences and Joyce has had several of these people on her show tell you that we go on forever, that the body is it, it's a place for our soul to experience human life, but as we become aware of this and begin to do the things that bring us more in touch, with this spiritual dimension, there is a different peace. The peace that passes all understanding that comes over us. And while not many people reach that ultimate level, you know, of a, of a Buddha, of a Moses, of a Jesus, of uh, the Krishna, not many people reach that, but we can reach a higher level of peace by the knowledge that we are truly spiritual beings and we never die. Our soul can be at peace. And one of the ways of doing that, of course, is, well, it's in being kind and doing the things that are loving because this one universal energy, this God that created us all, this power, uh, whatever name we want to call it, is love. The actual terminology, God is love, is meaningful, It is truly so. So as we develop that, we become more spiritual. Our soul is more at peace. We understand who we really are. But meditation helps us to develop a resilience to negative emotion. People who meditate are naturally happier. They don't allow the negative emotion to disturb them the same way. They learn to have a quiet mind people who meditate tend to simplify their life they have less distractions less things that they must have it doesn't mean you shouldn't give up all desire but when you have a desire that i must have this then you're unhappy because you're not getting it so they have a a different attitude and the more you meditate the better it is david hawkins i mentioned him before a very important person, molecular phy- psychiatrist, and a mystic. He gave up his practice to write several books all about um, going into a more spiritual state and discovering who you really are. And he said all sociological and psychological studies of happiness confirm that spiritually oriented people are generally happier no matter what. The circumstances are
1: And on that note I want to add a couple of things One Beverly gave you uh, the, The point about when you have a Negative thought immediately Replace it with a positive one I want to tell you how I do that I use the word cancel. The negative thought comes up, so I program myself that the word cancel would immediately get rid of that and I immediately replace it with a positive one. You can hold two thoughts at the exact same second. Yes, a second before a second ever, but at the exact same second, I say cancel and immediately replace it. The other thing I want to mention, there are really two books that I would really highly recommend. One is by Gary King, The Happiness Formula. He wrote a whole book, The Happiness Formula. And you can hear his show if you go into our archives, April 24, 2017. Uh, you can hear that show. And Vibrational Harmony, because how can you be happy if you're not in vibrational harmony uh, with the world being in unison? So, on that note, Beverly, why don't you tell them a bit about the book, because I highly endorse it. You've got to be riding the horse in the direction it's going, Law of Attraction, Vibrational Harmony, and
2: tell them a little bit about your website. Well, the website is beverlynadler.com, and it has many of the things that I teach are on that website. Uh, the book itself is, explains what life is about, how it works, and, of course, a lot of the unhappiness that people have is the fact that they're confused by the way life works. They're not aware of what, what are the natural laws that, that govern our life. How does our mind work? What do I do to change my mind? How do I do that? What are the things that I should know? This is all in the book, and it's written for the purpose of helping people to become healthier and, of course, happier.
1: Very good, and once again, that's Beverly Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R.com. I I highly, highly recommend it, so highly that I wrote the forward for the book, the one page you must read (laughs) in addition to the others to have a complete
2: picture. (laughs) You're absolutely right on that, Joyce. Um, You know, I had in front of me, (laughs) the poem happiness is a choice and for some strange reason it has disappeared off my desk and the reason I'm mentioning that is because I said that's the poem I'm going to choose but instead I'm going to choose joy which is also um, a form of happiness in fact the dictionary says so so I am eager for the future and grateful for the past I finally know who I am And where I'm headed at last. It's been a strange journey, but I'm not looking back. I've shed my old beliefs of worry, fear, and lack. Life is filled with miracles and challenges to overcome. Keep your eye on where you're going, not where you've come from. Sure, life has its ups and downs. Nevertheless, we must know it all works out in the end if only we're willing to trust. I feel this wondrous feeling. My spirit and soul has been set free. I finally found the joy I seek. It was always inside of me.
1: Bravo, Beverly Nadler, bravo. So uh, what message do you want to leave with our folks? What is
2: your closing message? My closing message, folks, is to choose happiness. Do whatever you need to do to get there. It's not hard. Start with simple things and then add something to the list. Listen to the show again. Listen to some of the other happiness shows and choose the things that you can easily begin to apply in your life. And you will find that your life will magically change.
1: Great message. Great show. My party message is my prayer for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. So that's my prayer for all of you. And folks... It is important to be happy for your soul, for every part of your being, which, of course, goes under the heading of good health, because if any part is not healthy, it will affect the other parts. So make someone happy today. Make yourself happy today. And we invite you to sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us. And you can do that starting right here Right now to the Joyce Barry Mash.
0: I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry Mash Joyce Barry Mash She is a coaching smash He did the mash You'll catch on in a flash He did the mash The Joyce Barry Mash Joyce knows all about having fun She's a home business wizard and she's just begun She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her It's for everyone you can mash do the Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. We... <laughs> Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. <laughs>